We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. My name is Bart Winkler, and this is the Bart Winkler Show. Good weekend. Happy Father's Day, belated to anyone that's a dad. I had a good Father's Day. Did work. CBS Sports Radio was gifted the news of a trade in the NBA. Bradley Beal will not be a Milwaukee Buck. No, sir. He will be a Phoenix Sun. Talk about that in a minute. Matt Ramage is on the show today. Matt Ramage is a social media beast. He's got a real job. He's doing Packer shows all the time. Um, and, you know, he's created quite a name and following for himself. So it's he's like a super fan with a show. And I've been watching his stuff and intrigued. He's a real big, like, shit talker to the other teams. He never really talks anything personal. He just, like, shit talks on the Bears all the time and the Vikings and the Lions. And they get incensed. Like, they hate this guy. And he loves every little bit of it. He's like, he's like what I'd be if I had thick skin. <laughs> uh, he'll be coming up here, the Matt Ramage show. Great story about the time Haha Clinton Dix came to his house. Coming up on the podcast here today. Yeah, Brewers undefeated since Paige Sprannick bobblehead night. That is right. The Brewers, they won all their games against the uh, Pirates. You know, a joke that I wanted to make on Twitter, but I didn't think it would come out in print. Like, I, I didn't think it would look good. I'll make it here, of course. And I really shouldn't be joking about it because it's an awful situation. But our starting shortstop, his batting average is less than Bob Huggins' BAC was the other night. So... If somebody can craft that into a better joke that's not as offensive, it's just a st- it's just two numbers. But I just I don't know. I I, I think I, I say it here, you're like, oh geez, Winkler. <laughs> but if I tweeted that, it'd be like Bleh! or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, I'll probably delete that and post. Or I'll make Tim do it. No, good weekend for the Brewers, man. They got the three wins. I know people were down on them with what happened against the A's and people just kind of down on the Brewers in general, but, uh, and then they lose to the twins. 
you know, I was talking to somebody about the Brewers and about how I thought there was an apathy around the team. Uh, this might this might be a turning point weekend. This might have been a turning point weekend just because of how fun it was again. I thought I thought this this weekend series was fun. Uh, you know, even when it looked like Sunday they were going to lose, they came back and won. The Pirates have now lost a bunch in a row. Suddenly it's the Brewers fighting off the Reds. Reds call up all these young guys and they're still five, six under 500. And people are like, Hey, you know, the Reds might be the team in this division. And I was like, now, well, now they've won eight in a row. And the Brewers had to win on Sunday just to keep pace of first place. So this division, this, it could, I mean, I'll take a summer of Milwaukee versus Cincinnati going back and forth. I think that would be fun. Pittsburgh still two and a half back two under Cubs. I, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't watched enough of them to know what's going on. But I think even if you have, you still don't know what's going on. And the Cardinals might actually be done. The Cardinals are 29 and 43. But it was a great weekend. And I think, you know, it was a fun weekend. And as as goofy as the Paige Speronic bobblehead thing was, I thought you had a really good, like the, the marketing department was in their bag this weekend. They have a bag. You, people, you know, how many, what is, how many tools does he have? The Brewers marketing department is a five-tool player. They can do it all. They can do it all. They can have the normal giveaway night. Hey, Craig Council is Indiana Jones. Sweet. Then they can have like the fan giveaway, the bucket hat. Nice. Brewers logo. Then they can have, and this was the two opposite. Like this, this needs to be studied by marketing classes. They had the extremes of marketing. On one hand, you had super paid obvious promotion marketing. And the Brewers are excited about X-Golf because it's in their facility. But having Paige Sporanic, the ex-golf ambassador, throw out a first pitch and then c- claiming it's golf night, it's a little forced. Then the next day, you know what happens? The next day, they notice that Joey Weimer's becoming a fan favorite. So they decide, let's give out free mullet haircuts in the outfield to kids or anyone who wants one. And then Weimer on that day, hits a home run. That's organic marketing. That 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 is what I wish the Brewers. That's a lot of it's felt forced. Like claws up was forced. Sure, the players liked it, but we never knew that. We knew they did the thing, but they never said claws. Now all of a sudden, if a bunch of Brewers fans and the team itself come a playoff run, is cutting their hair into mullets. That is organic, and that rules. And so I liked it. But ultimately, you know, it was a great weather weekend. It was Father's Day weekend. I did go on Saturday. Um, I didn't. I Who did I see? Oh, Ben Brust. I saw Brusty. Um, but uh, it was a great time. We sat in the 300s. Um, I wanted to go up there and have a little bit more room. And also, I th- thought we might hang out in the club level where it was air conditioned. But like the air conditioning up there is on, but just like, just like real slight, like it's it, it, it's technically on, but it's like set to seventy eight. It was not that I, I thought I'd be walking into a burst of cold air. It's been that way in the past, but not today. Not that it was that hot. It was a it was a beautiful day. It was it was a beautiful weekend. It was a great weekend of baseball. But my son liked it. Joey Weimer is a star in this house. Joey Weimer is an absolute star. I was getting some food and he was sitting there with my wife and he was asking her about uh, Bernie. He was really into Bernie, locked into Bernie. 
when does Bernie go down his slide? And she said, well, it's got to be a home run. And so we had to explain to him what that was. But he just really wanted to see Bernie go down the slide. And then Joey Weimer steps up as they're cutting mullets. And Joey Weimer hits a home run and he gets to see Bernie go down his slide. Now, I missed that because I was buying Cracker Jacks and a uh, thing of fries and getting a water and a couple couple beers. So that that moment, I can tell the story, but it was robbed. I didn't see it. I did not witness it. But he had a good time. Uh, got a little rambunctious. You know, I think the goal, what I've done in the two games I've taken him to, explore a little bit, maybe team store, maybe slide, sit down by the third inning, make it to the sausage race, bug out, and uh, and then and then hit the uh, park on the way out, and then get in your car before everybody leaves. So that's that's what I've been doing. Got decent tickets. Uh, I think they were like twenty eight bucks in the three hundreds. Of course, they get you with taxes. And I had to buy four. Nobody sells tickets of three. So I had to buy four, then put the other one for sale for like $3. Nobody bought it. Anyway, that was my day. I had fun at the ballpark. My son calls it the field. Where I, hey, Papa, where did we go? We went to the field. What do we watch? Soccer? No. I'm trying to like get him into the Brewers. I'm trying to get him to know who Joey Weimer is. He doesn't even know what sport he watched. He's like, we watched soccer. No, he didn't. Football? What are you guessing? You were there. Home run. But I really think the, the greatest part about it, and it's the same thing that happened the first time, is it's so big. Stadiums are so big. Even like when the kid goes to Target for the first time, that was awe of wonder. But to walk into that ballpark, it's just through a child's eyes, man. Three-year-olds, four-year-olds. You, know, you imagine how big that place is? like a spaceship. It's like, like, it's insane. So I thought it was really cool. I had a lot of fun. Had a lot of fun. I uh, got a hat from my kid. World's best dad. Little, little tough to know if I truly am since they sell them for like $4 at Target and they're all in the same bin. I mean, what, what, what's really the qualification status here? I will be rocking a new hat soon. From my friends at Four Golf. So Four Golf, you can check them out. Four Golf Apparel. Uh, three dudes, and their whole their whole agenda is: we like golfing, we're not that good, but we want to look like we belong. So they're making apparel, and they just got started. Got some great, uh, great Miami Nice shirt. They call it. There's a good Ryder Cup polo if you want to support the USA. A couple other nice shirts with their logo on it maybe a hat or a quarter zip. And um, there's a promo code BART, $10 off, or 10% off, 10% off any order. BART, it's 4golfapparel.com, 4golfapparel.com, promo code's BART. So welcome them into the Winklerverse. Right now, got some shirts up, got some hats. They're looking to uh, expand and and go, but they are up and running. And uh, they're part of the Winklerverse now. 4golf, F-O-R-E, golfapparel.com, promo code BART. And any order over 50 bucks, uh, free shipping. So check those guys out for sure. Uh, hey, if the Brewers are undefeated since their golf thing, maybe we'll have record numbers uh, with this new golf thing. So who knows? Speaking of golf, hey, Carl's Place. They're part of the Winklerverse. Going to get my ass over there soon. And uh, hit them straight, as they say. No Carl's Place voicemails on tonight's show. You can leave those 402 B-A-R-T. 
maybe favorite Paige Sporanic memory as yeah, Brewers man undefeated since Paige has joined the, the club. Um, there is a game Monday night and I will be doing a post game show after Monday night. So I will be doing a post game show after the game against the diamondbacks. And I hope you join us Monday night post game show. You too, Matt Ramage. We're going to talk some Packers a little bit about our fandom and uh, we'll kind of look at the NFC North and shit on a few teams. Excited to do that coming up. The Bart Winkler show. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'm taking you now to HappyPlaceHemp.com. College Court in Muskego. I'm sitting in their wonderful um, office, manufacturing plant. Uh, it's, it's got it all here. They make their own gummies. They distribute them to you with the free shipping. Get it out to your house. There's products uh, right here, and you can take some home. The sampler packs that are great. You get the promo code 25% off. What's uh, like what's been more popular as of late? Is there a time of the year where people like want to be more high than other times, uh, or, no. or no? No, uh, I mean, just a general nice baseline of people the, wanting to take gummies. The most popular gummy is and always has been the Delta Eight gummies. I, it, it was the first thing that really kind of people really liked, and it's what was the first big thing we made, and it's just kind of continued. Um, now the Delta Nine gummies are a close second, but I mean. Delta eight is the, you know, it's the second strongest gummy we make. And that seems to be what people really like, but it's not for everybody, but it seems to be for a lot of people, <laughs> young, <laughs> young and old. So it's not for everybody. It's for like 98% of people. It's for but... most people. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's for most people. And it's not just the gummies. So right. can you go into like some of the other stuff you can do? Yeah. Great one for the summer is the CBD lotion. I mean, I just got burned in, in Florida, and I put that CBD lotion on every day. And not to say it cures sunburn, because I can't say that. Right. It definitely prevented me from peeling and getting all gross. And uh, I can't recommend that enough. Other topicals, like the muscle cream, uh, the pet spray is really popular. Uh, coming up the 4th of July coming up, and I get a bottle of that pet spray for my dog before the 4th of July, because the fireworks freak him out um tinctures are really fun i mean if you don't like the kind of waiting around for the gummies to kick in uh, tinctures work pretty quick uh, oh yeah so my, you, you put it under your tongue your body absorbs it rapidly 
you know, and instead of like an hour, you only have about five minutes before you start feeling it. So the Delta 8 tincture is really cool because uh, it's going to feel very similar to the Delta 8 gummy. But it's also got some CBD in there, too. So it's kind of like eating a Delta 8 gummy and a CBD gummy at the same time, which is pretty fun. Happyplacehemp.com. Promo code is BART. 25% off each and every order. So try some stuff. Get on back. Happyplacehemp.com. Use that code again. And uh, and it works every time that, that you use it. Matt Ramage is joining us from the Matt Ramage Show. And uh, I've not talked to Matt before. I've, like, for... God. I mean, I've seen you and followed you and yeah, either you pop up like talking to Preston Smith or you're bugging people at a quick trip or you're just in my like TikTok feed screaming some shit at some cool, Bears cool, fan. Cool. And uh, you've always been a guy like back in my mind I wanted to talk to. And so I thought, why don't I just do it then? And then I posted something about Fondy and you're like, Hey, I used to live in Fondy. I was like, Oh shit. Okay. Well let's do it. Matt Ramage, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, thanks for having me, man. I'm, I'm I'm excited. I got the same thing with you. Like I, I've seen you around forever. Um, I've seen other people like being on your show and stuff. I like what you're doing. So I'm, I'm, I'm pumped that you asked me to come on. I wish I like, I think like when you get like loud and worked up, it like comes from a place of joy and fandom. When I get loud and worked up, I feel like it comes from a place of like bitterness and hatred. So <laughs> I, I need to learn from you in that regard. Well, I, I get fired up. Like I'm kind of fired up today because Bears fans, because that's most like what I do. I just trash other people, but I'm just like, so like, I'm passionate. Like I know every football fan or every sports fan, like we're passionate people and I get fired up, but like, I don't take like direct shots at like Bears fans. Like I don't do personal stuff. I get it all the time because of the eyes. But that's how I know though, that I got someone when they start talking about my eyes. I'm like, oh, you got nothing else to say. And now I got a chip tooth to add to it. They're going to have lots to talk about. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, you're, you're, I got one guy who comes on my show wears a bag over his head if you want to try doing that. Yeah, I might have to start that. Cause like I, I went to a dentist and they're like, yeah, we could get that fixed in like October. I was like, October. <laughs> so I might have to go to a different dentist. I don't know. I got to get this thing fixed because people have enough fuel to talk trash to me. I don't need to look like a method too. Well, I can barely tell. Oh, okay, now you smile. Now I was just gonna say I can't even tell, and then you smiled. I'm like, oh yeah, there's the yeah, it, that's I, character. Just say you got in a fight with some Vikings fan. I know that. That's what I was saying because when it first happened, I posted about it, and people were like, I need to hear the story, and I was like, I gotta think of a better story because I fell out of a chair. <laughs> <laughs> I was at the Lambeau Field, uh, that free concert they had. I was across the street, up in the hotel, in the balcony. It was the end of the night. I had a few a couple drinks and I went to get up and my foot like stuck and I just went I, I dropped that gravity got me sucked me into the floor there smashed my face a little bit but I'm all right was this a sober fall or a drunk fall no I was definitely buzzed up we were we got there early uh they have like all these vendors all the beer vendors and like a lot of the beer was like warm that I was buying so we're just chugging them and that catches up to you after about five six hours and then but I, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't like I was just like, oh, you know, just like whatever. I was just in a chair. My wife's like, hey, let's go. We're going back to the room at the end of the night. And I went to get up and my feet didn't come with. <laughs> my face oh, shit. went right down. It was, it was pretty bad. But my, my face is cleaned up now because it was pretty bad. Oh, but, damn. Yeah, well, you? you look good. Um, <laughs> Thanks. I, I haven't fallen out of a chair or anything re- lately, so I don't have an excuse. But 
You look at you look as spry as ever. So I'm pumped here. Um, I mean, I am pumped. I'm pumped for the new direction of the team. I know that, but it is weird. It's like we are going into a season where I'm not like the Super Bowl is not even. You know, they're still you go if this this this. You know, but it's not likely our year to win a Super Bowl, and it's been a long time since that's been the case. But I'm very excited. I look at this as the beginning of a. I mean, a new chapter or a new book or a new show, whatever you want to say, but I'm excited to see how this all works out. Now, if love sucks, that will be awful, but I feel like, you know, the vibes look good up there. Everything, you know, we'll see what happens when they start wearing pads, but just from a, you know, lifelong Packer fan, as we both are, there's like a, just, I don't know. I just, you're wearing new sunglasses or you get, you got like a new tooth on it. Matt. <laughs> Yeah, I, I do. I, I'm I'm really excited because like like you said, like every year the Packers, like we have like high hopes. We have all you know, like this. Any year could be that year that that we get it done. And a lot of years this should have been that year, but like this year, like you say, I, I don't expect the Super Bowl. But I, I also, in the back of my head, I'm like, I think that the Packers could possibly win the division. Obviously, it depends a lot on what Jordan Love does. But and I only say because NFC North, I think is I, I, like no one really scares me. Like the Lions did some stuff, but I feel like they're gonna level off. I don't, I don't, I don't have no faith that they're actually going to do so. But I, I, I think that the division w- will be a battle, but you, no matter what happens, like these young teams, like, like Christian Watson, like all these guys are going to grow up with love. So if, if, if love comes out and like he does his thing that you know, at first, um, he, he, uh, I think that this team is going to grow up together. Yeah. That's what, I like about what's happening because not only did they, and I'm not into the, are we rebuilding? Are we readjusting? Are we, I don't care. It's just a word. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care, but everyone's do, we're all doing it together. And I was just talking to a guy about the Vikings and they're essentially rebuilding, but they have Justin Jefferson, but he's still young, but then they have Kirk cousins. So they're doing like what we would do if we got everybody and then had a roster of first and second year guys and then Rodgers. It wouldn't make sense. So it just seemed like the team was going on this direction. And now it's, you know, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens here. Yeah. And, and, and the whole team seems like really excited. Like you see all, I mean, I think they always are because everyone's saying like, oh, they look happier this year. But I, I think it's the same thing like Rodgers, like I haven't had this much fun in a long time. And everyone's like, Argh. but yeah. like, I think the Packers are kind of doing the same thing. Everyone, Rogers, I don't really talk about the Jets ever on my stuff because like I don't care what's going on over there. But like the new stuff is fun. So like they got a new quarterback, uh, where we do, and I think all these young guys, I think it, they're going to have fun. Like I think it's going to be a fun season to watch, no matter what happens. Uh, I like I say, I, I don't, I, I don't expect. I'm not going to have no like predictions. Like you know, they're going to go. Like I made a lot of jokes like every year. I do like predictions and I'm always like, you're undefeated. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to have like some crazy prediction. <laughs> I probably will just cause I, I, I don't, I, I have a problem with like say, cause it's kind of like this. Like you have a cousin who's kind of messed up. Like you can talk bad about him, but yeah. I don't like, I, I don't like talking bad about, you know, even if I think the Packers are going to lose because I don't want Bears fans. They're, they're going to get happy about it. And I don't want that. So <laughs> I find it very hard to like not be biased and be like, First of all, I, I do believe that they can. Who knows? Like they, they could surprise people. Like I'm not saying they could surprise people and 
go 13 games or whatever, but I think that they they could possibly be better than a lot of people think, especially non-Packer fans. Because I think Packer fans are the only ones that have a little bit of hope that they can do something. Well, I just don't get how – I don't get the assumption from across the league, and maybe maybe some Packer fans are guilty of it too, that love is just going to be bad. I mean, every – I don't remember when Rodgers took over us being like – I think we all well because we we got to see that one game. He had that yeah. game against the Cowboys, so we were all excited. We maybe sort of saw Love play good in the second half against the Eagles, but we don't like have that game. That's why I wish you would have played a little bit more last season, especially when Rodgers was hurt and I they were pretty much out of it. But we don't like everyone's just assuming. But he's he's had three years of training, you know. He's twenty six. I every like. People are Rogers is saying good things about him. This guy come for something. I just don't understand why we all think like they're going to suck. And so I might say, I love might be bad. Six, seven wins. The last time I looked at the schedule, I I wound up with 10 and I have them winning in Kansas city. I just don't know why I think love's going to suck. Yeah. I I don't get that either. Like why people just assume that that he's going to be horrible. Yeah. we, We don't really know either way, but like you say, Rogers said good things about him. Like they made the move. I don't think that they'd make the move if they thought Love was going to play a year and then they're going to move on or like this might not work. I feel like they're they got to be jacked up like for him. I I don't think that they would have made the trade. I don't know. I I, I find it hard to believe like anytime like there's a pack or any player really when they're just like this guy's going to suck. He's a bust. Like you don't know. Like you just got to wait and see. And like, he might stumble a little bit. He might make some mistakes. But I, I feel like they have pieces around him that are going to help him. I feel like Matt LaFleur's offense could be used in a, in a way that, you know, can protect him. You got a good running game. Defense has potential to be really good. It depends because sometimes you wonder about some of the, the scheme or whatever. But they, they they have a lot of their a lot of their guys back. I think the defense looked all right at the end of the year. So I, I feel like he is a he's in a good situation. And and like you said, he had like he was he sat for three years and watched Aaron Rodgers. Like if you get to watch Aaron Rodgers for three years and win MVPs, if you are that guy, I feel like you – I mean, not anybody. I could watch Aaron Rodgers for his whole career, and I'm not going to do nothing. But if, if if you are a guy that can do it, I feel like that's a really great – like, I don't think you could ask for, like, a better situation. Well, and, like, not to be all – but this is the Green Bay Packers. You know, they're not going to – they're not going to – the team with Star Favre and Rodgers and Lynn Dickey. They're they're not gonna like and and Magic Man and John Hadle. They're not gonna say they're not gonna put they're not gonna they're not gonna give us Jordan Love if he sucks. They know he doesn't, he doesn't suck. So now it's just a matter of how good is he, how good is the team. And then, like I said, I'm not even thinking about Super Bowl. The division, the division's weird because now with what the Vikings are doing. They are taking a step back towards uh, some sort of rebuild, but with Kirk, I I do think the Bears. I like Justin Fields, so I think that they. But I think they're more of like a. This year they win five, then they win six, then they win eight. Then I don't think they're going to go from five to like. Twelve, and then the Lions, like this is finally their time to step up. But my favorite fact in all of football is, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have won this division more recently than the Lions. <laughs> That's why you can't have faith in them. It, it's, it's tough. And they got rid of Jamal Williams, which I'm, I'm sure that there's a reason for that. They didn't maybe want 
money. I never wouldn't really pay attention, but I, I think that, I think that that was weird for the Lions because like he had like I think he broke the record for touchdowns and Barry Sanders was there. And uh, I don't know. I, I have a hard time buying into the, the Lions. I think it's weird that the Vikings are kind of doing what they're doing because you you think that this is like like their time. Like they'd be like, oh, you know, Rodgers is gone. The Packers new starting quarterback might be down. Like we want to go kind of all in. I mean, I think their salary cap was kind of messed up. I don't really know all the salary cap situations, but there, there's got to be a reason. But the Bears, I just like I like you said about Justin Fields. I actually do like Justin Fields. I don't like saying that out loud, but. My my son's a Justin Fields fan. Like I, I have a hard time. Like I won't trash him. I won't. Uh, I, I I hope he does bad or whatever. And so far, you know that team that offense hasn't been clicking. But uh, I don't see the Bears jumping. Like even if they double it, they get to six. <laughs> I just don't. And I don't know. I I I, just, I don't have faith in any team really in NFC North. Uh, the the Packers I do because I'm biased. I'm the most biased. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I you have a haha Clinton Dix jersey behind. Yeah, you. dude, haha. Like he, uh, he signed that. He came to my house for a podcast, which was like Shit. so wild. I don't know if you if, if you knew that story, but um, I was a big haha fan. And then I started making videos. He used to make these little videos, uh, cleat phone videos, where he'd be he was at his locker one day, had a cleat phone or a cleat, and he was pretending like it was a phone. So I used it, made an edit of it, like we were talking. Yeah. And then he messaged me. And he's like, yo, I love that, whatever, he shared it. So then he started sending me, like, DMing me, like, little short videos in the locker room. Like, he would just say random stuff. He didn't spend that much time on it. And then I would just try to figure out a way to make it, try to make it funny. But then once we started talking, he's like, I was like, hey, you should come on my podcast. Because I was just starting podcasting then. I was horrible. And he's like, I'll come to your house. And I was like, well, you don't got to do that. Like, I can come to you or we can do it. He's like, no, I'll come to your house. And I'm like, all right. So he came to my house. Signed a bunch of stuff, and uh, it was funny because he actually signed a Bears Still Sucks sticker for me because it was actually for a friend of mine, for yeah. his wife, but she was a huge HaHa fan. So I'm like, hey, will you sign this Bears Still Sucks sticker? Like, it was like weeks later, he signed with the Bears. So I told her, I'm like, hey, don't post that. Don't share it. I don't want to give him a hard time. Like, that would be a meme for sure, and I ain't trying to, like, expose him like that. You said <laughs> on that. What are you doing? Yeah, I thought, I dude, I could have trolled so hard. But uh, I didn't want to do him like that. I didn't want to, you know, a new team, and all of a sudden he's got to answer why this crazy eye dude and post some <laughs> pictures of him <laughs> signing Bear Still Sucks stickers. Hey, like, once he comes into your house, <laughs> he came to your <laughs> house. All the rules are off. Yeah, I could have. I could have, but uh, I didn't. But he, he, he was, he's actually super cool. Like, the fact that he'd come to my house. I live in, like, this small town, like, north of Green Bay. Like, nobody's there. Like, I remember the whole town was talking about, haha, Clint Dix was – was in town like people saw him or whatever like knew uh and then they're like it it was pretty cool that's why I, I'm, I'm always well uh, he, he's the man so you're gonna if you're not too far from green bay are you gonna rent out your house for the draft or what are you doing no i'm not that close i mean i am i guess i'm like the same people go to apple but no i'm not gonna rent out my house <laughs> i don't want no one <laughs> staying in my house <laughs> that i think i i like everybody the pack so the packers they're the only ones that apply for this draft Okay. And they get it, obviously. And I mean, it's a draft. It's, it's going to be, you just, you need a place to put people. And then all of a sudden for like a week, anybody that could even try to have an opinion online is like, I'd also like to get in line and say, Green Bay shouldn't have a draft. This is, this is, this is a moral. It's like, 
they want us to have like a snowball fight in hell or something. Like, no, it is practical. It can be done. And I think it's going to be great. No, I, I love that's happening. Like, I don't, I'm glad I'm not the one that has to plan the stuff. I, I was looking around like, w- like where are they going to have it? Like, I don't think it's going to be in the bowl. I think it's going to be like title town district. I don't know like what they're going to do, but I, I think it's going to be awesome. I think they're probably the, just the parking, like, can they just do it in the parking lot? Yeah, like they could just do it like right in like how they do the concerts. I mean, they can the Packers own Green Bay. They could just shut down all the streets and have people. I mean, setting up chairs in a row. I, I don't know wh- where they're gonna do it, but there's plenty of room down there. They'll figure it out. They got smart people over there. But uh, people always think Green Bay can't do nothing. Like they'll get it done. They got smart folks over there. <laughs> and what I think is where where I'm gonna lead now with you. I'm gonna ask the question I keep asking because it's a uh, dead content month. But I was saying, hey, Mark Murphy needs a lot more credit than he's getting for what his tenure's been. He's navigated now two quarterback transitions and has had a role in that. Won a Super Bowl, expect did title town, got us the draft. So I just kicked around. We did this a couple weeks ago. I said, is he Mount Rushmore candidate? He's not yet, but I'm going to ask you now for your Packers Mount Rushmore. Oh, my Packers Mount, Mount, Mount Rushmore. All right. Um, well, first of all, I, I, I totally agree with everything you said. So, haha, Clinton Dix. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think my, my, my Mount Rushmore, like, if it's, like, best or, like, my favorite, probably a little different. But um, for the best, I think you got to have, like, how many is a Mount Rushmore? Like, four or five? I'm not even sure how many are on there. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> uh I, obviously, I think you got to go uh, Vince Lombardi, uh, Bart Starr. I guess then you got to go Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. See, I would have – I'd take off Rodgers and put on Lambeau. Yeah, that, 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 that's the tough part because there's like the old school people that are – there's so many of those – because Lambeau has to be on there. No, you're, you're right. Uh, but I think I would put Rodgers ahead of Favre just because – he played for the Vikings, and I feel like you got to get a ding for that. <laughs> no, but I, I you think, know what? That is a that's a good that didn't come up when we were talking about that. At least like, because Favre, where I would put Favre is, I just feel like he ushered in a new. He ushered in. Yeah. A, I mean, it could be Wolf, it could be whatever Reggie, and also like when Favre was the quarterback for whatever reason, and I don't know if that I've ever accurately explained this. I would be sitting there watching games with my dad, but I felt like when I was watching Favre, even though Favre and my dad are not like the same at all, I just like felt like I was watching. Like I felt like my dad was in Favre's body. I don't know. I don't know why he's right next to me, but (laughs) I just felt like, I just felt like Brett Favre was dad. Well, the, the thing with Brett Favre, like I always said, like people have their feelings about Favre these days, but at Favre's peak, I feel like he was the most loved player in football history. Like when he, everyone loved him, yeah. like even people who hate the Packers, you know, and when his, when his dad died, the Raiders fans did what they did. Like everyone was, you know, standing up for him. He like just throughout his career. Cause he was just like, dude, that was just do whatever. Like you, like you say, it's kind of like, like you could picture yourself having a, being at a bonfire, drinking beer with Favre. Like he just seems like a, Seem like that regular dude. And I think that's why everyone loved him so much. I mean, some things have changed <laughs> for some people. Yeah, but, but... it's still, as far as one of these kind of guys that, like, 
He could he could like defraud me. And then and then I'd call him on the phone and be like, What are you doing, Brett? And he just he could just be like, Oh shucks, Bart, I'm so sorry. You want to have a catch? I'd be like, I'd be like, Yes, Dad. What, what in the hell? What is that about him? Yeah, I, I think yeah, I think you definitely have to put Favre in there though, because uh like you say, like he was one of the pieces that made Packer football fun and exciting. Like even if it was an interception, it's the most fun interception you ever saw in your life. He like run around for a while. That's the thing. Like with, with like the highlights, and you'd see him just like run around, like zing a touchdown, and they'd be like, "Yeah." But there's like five of those, but it was an interception. But it was still entertaining. But uh, more times than not, you know, he 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 got the touchdown. I mean, he does have the record for interceptions. But th- that's what made him just like so fun. You like never knew. Like whenever Favre just yeeted, and he laid down for Strahan. That kind of pissed me off. Oh yeah, yeah. That that that, that was definitely. I don't care what they say. He laid down for that one. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why still, but and I don't know why Strahan doesn't get more crap for that. Yeah, and then, and then both were just like, no, no, no. Like, dude, obviously. I mean, I've seen quarterbacks lay down before, like Brady and Peyton. Like, if they have a sure sack coming in, like they're not taking that hit. But the right. way Favre did it, like, and, and the way he was mobile at the time, and he, he, and he like really, ran right where he had a block. He ran right to where Strand was. Yeah, it's like it, it, it's the most give me play, especially with Favre. Like he would, if, if he was about to get sacked, he wouldn't go down. He would just throw it. He would just. He didn't care who was catching it. Yeah. Someone go get it, and he would fling it up there. But yeah, he just laid down. I feel like in that situation too. I think the game was like done or whatever, basically, and he just. He's, he laid down. I think maybe maybe they're buddies. Maybe Favre owed him money, and he's like, "All right, now I don't got to pay you that." <laughs> yep. Yeah. Hey, uh, you, you can have you can have fifty grand from me, or I could give you the sack record and immortality. <laughs> and then fifteen years later, two networks will be fighting over you. you yeah, doing? and no one will remember. No one's gonna remember this this laydown sack I gave you. No, and, just and my dumb ass. People forget. People do forget. Um, fan bases. I grew up hating the Bears the most. That's changed. I, I lived in Lacrosse for a while, so then it was e- easily Minnesota. I, I think I don't know if we hate Lions fans because they've never really had their chance to be good. I think when it comes to me in Chicago, I can like picture myself in another universe where I'm born in Chicago. And I like I can just I can if you grow up and you're like you're a Chicago Bears fan, that what a, I don't know. I just don't understand how once somebody gets to have their own agency um, among them, like their dad could like this. But once you realize, like I root for the Minnesota Vikings. Once I realize that, I would get out. <laughs> yeah. I I and and Bears fans, Bears fans after a win are actually worse than Vikings fans. I think because it's like found money for them. But to me, I, I don't, I like the Lions feel like a younger brother, truly. The yeah. Bears feel like a kid in the neighborhood that, you know, you hear a little bit of yelling after hours and you kind of feel bad for him, but you're pulling for him, you know, if, if whatever. The Vikings are like, the Vikings, I fucking hate them, man. They'll key your car. There are other kids in the neighborhood that will key your car, break your window. <laughs> <laughs> Not even steal yeah. nothing. Just, just they're, they're yeah. Just... You're you're out with the Bears and Lions fan doing like snakes and sparklers <laughs> on the Fourth of July. There's firing bottle rockets into your house. Yeah, that's what it is. And then, like the with the Lions fans, like I I talk a lot of trash about like 
all the NFC North. I never really talked about Lions because I feel like you're making you're like punching down, like way down. And Lions fans have always been cool to me. Like they've never really came at me like that. Bears fans, like I respect the Bears franchise. Like they have history and they they have stuff. And I and I have some friends who are Bears fans and they're normal. Like Viking fans are just. I have no one good Viking fan in real life. The rest, like anybody I, I see online, like they're just so. They're just so like they just they talk trash just to talk trash. They whine. They can't take a joke. That's why I always troll Vikings because Viking fans are so sensitive that they'll share it in all their Viking groups. Like I'll make a video and they'll share it all over and they'll be like go spam his comments. I'm like, yeah, that'll hurt me. <laughs> don't <laughs> please don't comment on all my posts and get a better engagement. That'll be horrible. <laughs> Bears fans are are more um, like I have a few Bear fan trolls on Facebook. Who actually like I've I've had a message me be like hey I actually like you but I'm gonna troll your page I'm like hey have at it so we go back and forth and it's fun because like they always say well the change is coming and all this it's like calm down but uh, I think Bears fans are mostly kind of cool on the internet they're they're scum but like in real life I've met a lot of yeah internet and the real life is a totally different thing for everyone because I think for uh, not just sports fans but like just people in general people on the internet they feel like. They can just say whatever they want. They get crazy. Uh, but I, I just think Viking fans are crybabies. They're, they have no history. Like, their team is just – their whole franchise is just, like, made up. It's, like, it's like not even real. Some billionaire dude just bought them. And then, like, let's throw – let's get a mascot together, this guy with some horns. And then, like, it, it's just they, – they've never won anything. But they're, like, they're the loudest. I, I just – and then the, the Vikings – the Viking fans hate history. Like, they don't want to talk about it. Like, you, you talk about, like, Packers this many championships. And I don't go around every day be like, oh, the Packers are 13 championships or whatever. But, like, even if I'll post, like, um, on this day the Packers won Super Bowl 31 or whatever, like, oh, he's talking about the past. I'm like, if you had a past, you might bring it up from time to time. I don't use any arguments. Like, oh, yeah, well, they won a Super Bowl this time. Like, that's not what I do. But, like, I'm, I, I celebrate, like, when they, you know, it's the anniversary of whatever – I'll mention, not like I'm celebrating, like Duncan Beers, like, yeah, 40 years ago we did this, whatever. <laughs> but they do not like talking about it. And But if they had a history, if they'd have won a couple of those Super Bowls that, that, that they lost, like, that could have been a dynasty. Like, it might not have been the Steelers if, if the Vikings didn't. You know, they were born chokers, and they haven't stopped yet. I'd love, like, the fights that I would get in with Vikings fans, and it's the, like – some of them just don't – I don't want to say, like, they are they have, like, a problem with their – they're just dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the you'll be like, man, what, what was the issue? What was the one example? It was something to the extent of the Packers were, like, 6-0 and and the Vikings were, like, 3-3. Three and three, And I said something and a Vikings fan is like, well, yeah, well, we've won two of the last three division titles. Yeah, that's and our point differential against you in the last seven games is plus twenty five. Us, it's like they use whatever, like little tiny. Yeah, don't find there's thirteen world championships here. Not that I have the right to claim the ones that happened in the twenties, you know. But I I've seen a Super Bowl in my life as a child. I've seen a Super Bowls in as a man. I've never seen the Vikings. The Vikings. Go to the NFC Championship game, ditch the quarterback that got them there for Kirk Cousins, never come back. The Viking here's okay. 
Minneapolis Miracle, I think, is like the premier catchphrase for a game that you could use. Yeah. They wasted it on a divisional round game. That pisses me off because they were yeah. so eager to have a moment. The best they can do is a divisional round win. That, that's what I said. I said the Vikings are so bad that even when they win a playoff game, they call it a miracle. <laughs> that is like the funniest thing. They finally won a playoff game. Everyone's like, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. And it was. It was such a fluky thing that happened. Like, it was like if you're playing Madden and, like, the controller could undone, your guy just stands there. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. kind of how that touchdown happened. And Viking fans, they, I mean, they loved it. They, they brought that up forever. But, like, yeah, you talk about how they, like, they just manufacture stats. Like, they'll yeah. say, well, Kirk Cousins is whatever, whatever against Aaron Rodgers. And like, what are the Vikings against the Packers? Like, yeah. you know, it's like they just, they just manufacture – Number and that kind of the same thing because when that Bears player talked trash about the Packers, said Packer fans are stupid and they don't know football or whatever. So I put up his stats and I understand the defensive tackle, like those stats aren't that's, yeah. that's but I so I know that, but everyone's like so mad, they're like, You can't use stats as a defense, and they're showing me Kenny Clark stats where you know a little bit similar. I'm like, I, I know, but I know that it triggered all of you. <laughs> And they're like, you know, now you just look stupid. Like, I look stupid anyway, so I'm, I'm okay with that. Whatever. First of all, like, what he said, half the Packer fans don't know football. One funny thing about that is, like, how do you know? Are you listening to Packers podcasts? Are you sitting down talking to Packer fans? It's just like a troll, which I respect. I wish more players did that. I wasn't mad about it. And, uh, but that I'm going to talk trash, too, then. You talk trash. And then people are like, he wasn't talking about the Packers. He's talking about Packer fans. I'm like, yeah, I'm a Packer fan. He's talking about me. <laughs> That's how I yeah. take it. But it, it's all fun. I wish, I really do wish more uh, players talk a little trash. That's why I like Preston Smith, because I'll make a video trashing uh, the Bears or the Vikings or whatever, and he'll like it. Sometimes he'll comment on it on Instagram. All the other players, like I have a, quite a few players that follow me, and uh, I notice that they'll stay away. Like, I ain't getting involved in that. Preston Smith will laugh or whatever. I, I always <laughs> tell him that. I'm like, I, I, I respect that. He's like, yeah, I don't care. I don't care what people think. I I, I, I think trolling is the best thing. I think it's the most fun. <laughs> going back and forth. Because, like, people troll me. They make memes of me and my eyes, and they got me doing all types of crazy stuff. Like, they – I think that that's what makes it fun. If I wasn't talking trash, I probably wouldn't want to talk about football. I'm not trying to be all serious. Ain't nobody tuning into the Matt Ramage show getting smarter. <laughs> yeah. I've progressively got dumber in these last 30 minutes. Yeah, like, and there's a lot of podcasts, that, probably this one, where people listen, and then at the end, they're like, they know more about, the, you know, Packers or whatever you're talking about. Mine, no, no, I just, they're not going to be smarter. But I feel like they're somewhat entertained. People seemed. <laughs> what, what, was the, what was the Bears guy's name? I don't even know. Is it like Scott I don't even Scott know. Uh, I, I, forget it. I forget his name. That's why I told Bears fans. I'm like, you guys are all defending this guy because I commented on, I thought it was CBS Sports because I troll oh, on Justin Facebook. Jones. Yeah. Yeah, Justin Jones. So what I do, like on Facebook, I'll comment on CBS Sports and all these pages, kind of trolling a little bit in the comments, and it just gets people like yelling at me. I didn't realize that one of those posts was like a Chicago news station. And I was like, why are all these people, they're all Bear fans. And I look, I'm like, oh, that's why. I thought it was CBS Sports. It was cbs whatever ky oh. whatever news station or maybe radio station but uh they were coming at me pretty heavy i'm like dude none of you even knew who this guy was before he said it you're just defending him now because he's a bear and i get it because i'll defend packer players if they 
say something. And I get what he's doing. He's kind of doing that Zadarius Smith thing where he's trying to become a fan favorite. You just say the right things. But as a bear, talking about the Packers, talking trash, like whenever they hire a coach, what are their number one goal? We want to beat the Packers. We're going to get the division. They always have the same thing. And all the Bears fans are like, yay! <laughs> but it never happens. So, I, I, whatever. Good for him, like, trying to hype up the Bears fans. But, like, I just wish it was someone that people actually knew. <laughs> yeah, now Bears fans are going to be like, when they do their 53-man cuts, like, well, Justin Jones is clearly making it. He's, he, yeah, he's got it. I didn't know who he was. If he makes the team, I'm going to start paying attention, and I might do, like, a weekly thing. Let's see what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> he was Stat watch. On the field, see. I mean, I, like you say, defensive tackle, you can't just look at stats and be like, this guy's good or that guy's bad. Like, dude, you know how, like, you know how, like, Peter Bukowski will take a weekend and just download every Jordan Love throw that's ever been thrown and <laughs> yeah. fire off 19 tweets in 12 <laughs> minutes about it? Uh, friend of show, so I'm going to shit on him. But yeah. uh, you should do that with Justin Jones. Yeah, just like, like just every break out Justin Jones content. <laughs> yeah. Look how look how slow he was running off the field here. Yeah, dude, because I, I I will hold it. You know, it's funny because that happened last year. Um, David Carr said the Packers wouldn't win eight games, right beginning of the season. So then I I was tweeting, I was making videos like. I'm going to expose them. Like, every time the Packers win, I'm going to make a video. And then it, like, went sideways real quick. <laughs> and the Packers, like, they didn't do as good. And I actually made a tweet, and I apologized to them. Like, all right, because at the beginning of the season, I was tweeting them. Nothing crazy. I wasn't being rude. I was just kind of saying, you know, Packers, you know, they're two in the, whatever the records were. And then they started going down. I'm like, I, I stopped doing those updates. But then after, after the season, I, I tweeted them. I was like, not that he's seen it or cared anyways, but I felt like I had to, like, Man up and be like, all right, I was wrong. <laughs> you were more <laughs> yeah, right. Than yeah. <laughs> like, what, 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 like, with trolling, the end game is to get the other person to say, yeah, you know, I was wrong. And then, yeah. at the, and then, like, it's, you're not even satisfied. Yeah. It, it was not good for me. But I, I don't, I regret nothing. <laughs> Cause I, first of all, I did not believe there was any way the Packers season would go the way it went. No. And obviously, I don't know if he did either. I think, cause that, that's what got me. Cause he was like, you know, Devonte went over there, so he was trying to hype up that team or whatever. And I get it, but I'm gonna hype up my team, so I'm gonna talk a little trash. But I had yeah. my, got my foot in my mouth in that one. Well, that's all right. That's why we do what we do. Yeah, you gotta own it though. Just like we own the team, man. I see your. Stuff yeah, that's there. the thing with the. Well, I was saying about what's his face that was talking trash about Packer fans is because like. He, I, someone showed his stats. Like I say, stats don't matter, but he had like no tackles or nothing against the Packers. So I think it's it's not just him, but that team being owned by the Packers is like in their head. So like they, they, he's just lashing out. You know, it's like can't hang out, hang with the big boys. So you got to take him, try to take him down to the pegs. Even though I wasn't talking about the team, it's talking about the fans. And I get that because Packer fans, let's be honest, can be a little obnoxious. Like me, the leading one. I, I, I am obnoxious. Well, he needs to be more specific. Like, he needs to be more like, man, one out of every 10 Packer fans is named Linda and does 15 jello shots during the game. These people don't know anything about sports. Get get, get real specific. Yeah, I mean, like, break down the fan base a little bit. He doesn't know the fan base. Even And it's funny because I was getting tagged because Robert Tunyon, uh, obviously with the Bears now, he made a comment about it. So people are posting his link. Oh, look at Tunyon said he's – 
he whatever Tunyon basically said you could say anything you want about any fan base but he said he thought it was funny which I actually thought it was funny too like when I first saw it but I'm still gonna talk trash I love it when when like when Brian Erlocker back in the day said he hates the Packers like I love that I, I want the, that rivalry I would love to see like Jordan Love come out and be like yo I'm about to torch these dudes week one wait <laughs> obviously quarterback can't do that yeah <laughs> And actually, I don't think I would love that. I don't think I'd want him. No, because then we would for sure lose by four touchdowns. Yeah, I, I don't think I'd like that. But I, I, I like it when uh, when the players talk a little trash. And it, it's always going to be a team that is owned by the other team. You know, Bears players, that, that's why it's always them talking about because they got to just be so mad. Like, why can't we beat this? And if, if the Packers win week one, Jordan Love's first, you know, start as a starter – Dude, that dude, I I am gonna talk so much, and I know what's gonna happen. I don't have any faith that the Bears are gonna be that good. I mean, I, I think that it'll probably be a close game, honestly. I think they're both. I think Bears and Packers are actually similar situations, but I think that I, I think the Packers keep it going. I think they're gonna be fired up because they want to keep that ownership. I would love yeah. for, at the end and Jordan Love's press conference, like we still own you. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. I I, I you know. I get it. I get, I get it. Like if you're a bears fan, why you might hate Packer fans, us running around in our green and yellow, you know, we're, we rally around the small team. We all, we all say, yeah, I'm an owner. I'm an owner. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then they kick their ass. So we. Yeah. And that's why we're able to do it. That's why I always say I bank Aaron Rodgers. Like I know we, we, I wish we'd have got more Super Bowls, but like he gave me the right to like talk trash for a lot of years. Cause that's what I like to do. That's why I, I, I get why Bears fans don't like me. I'm obnoxious. I make little videos dancing around, singing the Bears Still Suck song. I do all types of obnoxious stuff. So I feel like he was talking about me, and I take pride in that. At least I'm one of the people. Yeah. Matt, good to meet you, buddy. Good to talk to you. Let's Always not be strangers. No, it was great. Uh, I, I feel like we've known each other for a while. Well, we, we're both uh, Packer fans, and we've got that – Shit, Fondy water running through our blood. So, yeah, <laughs> we know what's up. Fondy Lac's a special place. <laughs> I don't, God, no, I, I'm not. I, I, I don't go back and visit. I'll say that. <laughs> no, I, I, I left there a long time ago. I tell people I was born in lacrosse, actually. I just ended up going to college there, but I don't know. Fondy Lac's hit or miss. Don't, I'm, I'm not, that's not why we're talking. Maybe another time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Yeah, hey, thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. I guess I kind of forgot to talk about the Bradley Beal trade, huh? Probably talk about that. The interview with Matt, by the way, is on YouTube. If you want to check out YouTube on the Dan Shaney Insurance video streaming portion of this enterprise, Bart Winkler Show. Search for that on YouTube, youtube.com slash Bart Winkler Show. It's youtube.com backslash at Bart Winkler Show. You got to put the ad in there. And I also have been throwing up a few more videos and what you'll see, too, is I'm trying to – they've got this section called Shorts, which is like TikTok or Instagram Reels. And I'm taking some of the clips that I've used on Twitter and turning them into Reels. So I'm repackaging content, just presenting it in a different way. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm not going to be uh, assaulted for it. I, I've, I, people have been doing this a long time. In the late 90s, Fox TV came up with this – thing and it was it was people were stunned by it i remember this as a big tv dork ally mcbeal was a very popular show it was an hour long and they're like okay what we're gonna do is we're gonna take that show which is a 
dramedy, you know, it's, it's there's it's comedy, it's drama. And so they took the show, but then on Monday you could watch the hour long show. On Tuesday, they repackaged it, cut out some stuff, added a laugh track, I think, and then called it Alley. And it was the sitcom version of the show you just watched Monday. It was incredible stuff, purely ahead of its time. So if this is the Alley McBeal and then those shorts are little alleys, that's what I'll call them. The Chris Paul trade, really, it's a Bradley Beal trade. And this happened live when I was on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, doing my Father's Day shift, which I'm not a girl dad, so am I really a dad? People are wondering. It's a weird trade. I don't like it for either team. Wizards were kind of locked in to a hard play. The situation, like, it's a funny joke at first, but then Beal's agent is the dad of the Sun CEO. The Bucks got in trouble for tampering and lost Bogdanovich because they offered him a contract too early. Bradley Beal had a no-trade clause. Teams were interested in him. Miami, the Bucks, apparently even talked to him on Saturday according to one report who said it. I forgot. might've been shams. I don't know. And then the team that they make a trade with is a team where the agent has a father son relationship with the CEO. And we're just like, ah, uh, no fam. That's not right. The wizards don't get anything out of this. Chris Paul will not play there. I had a Wizards guy call up and be like, oh, I'm excited to watch Chris Paul. This is real. I'm excited to watch Chris Paul uh, mentor Daniel Gafford. I'm like, that ain't happening, bud. That, that's not occurring. He's not playing for you. There were some thoughts that he's going to get bought out. I was listening to NBA on the way home, serious. And they said that Chris Paul's contract this year was only half guaranteed. But to be included in the trade, they guaranteed the whole thing. So Chris Paul, that's why he doesn't give a shit because now he, instead of making 15, he's making 30. And he's going to work it out where he doesn't have to go play for Washington. They're either going to buy him out or he'll be traded to the Lakers or the Clippers as part of this thing. Now there's, you know, the Bucks fans that were clamoring for Beal on Friday. They've all turned their attention to, we need Chris Paul. We, we, always, we always need someone. We always We always need, and it's never just like, it's always got to be of someone whose rookie card is of value. We we never we never we always want we always want like I don't know. Beal's been injured. Chris Paul is a hundred. I don't know that we need any of those guys. I mean, I, I, I again, maybe it's just one person. Maybe I saw the same tweet or one guy tweet nine different times, but people are ready to like capture a horse and send him off to sea because he didn't get Bradley Beal. Shit was rigged, dog. The son's owner or the son's CEO is the son of Beal's agent. The more I say it, the more, oh, yeah, that's fucked up. That it gets. Oh, that that, that is what? That's fucking weird. It is. That's very weird. The Wizards needed to get out from under this because they hated Beal's contract and he didn't want to be there. 
so they'll get out of Paul's and, and that sooner, and they'll get out of uh, Landry Shamit sooner. And I only think one of his years are guaranteed. But they're going to be bad. I, I was asking on the radio, I said, everyone's talking about the Suns, but from the Wizards' standpoint, what's any when you think Washington Wizards basketball, since they changed their name, what comes to mind? What comes to mind? Gilbert Arenas shooting uh, or whatever he did in the locker room with that gun, and then Michael Jordan played there. What You think of John Wall and Bradley Beal. They've never made a conference finals. Their number one highlight. So I checked this out on air. I said, what, what even is a highlight? Remember that game that Paul Pierce called bank? And he says, I didn't call bank, I call game. He was a wizard, 2015. And their greatest moment, as voted on by the team, is on the team's YouTube channel, was when John Wall hit a buzzer beater against the Celtics in 2017 in a series they lost. They have no, they have nothing. They could have traded Beal earlier, probably got more. They didn't. And now they're just picking up scraps because Beal's agent is the dad of the Sun CEO. Now, what does this do for the Suns? I mean, you got three guys that are kind of variants of each other, are they not? Are they not all just like ISO guys? I don't know. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. You're going to have at least one of Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and Bradley Beal on the floor at all times. A lot of times you have two. A lot of times you have three. They're going to put up a lot of points. Box scores are going to be silly. They're going to score 110 points. 105 of those are going to be from those three guys. Who else is shooting on that team? How open do you have to be to shoot? The Suns' fourth leading scorer every night will have five points. Every night, nobody will get in the double digits outside of those guys. They'll probably trade Aiton. They have to. Their depth is going to be like, it's not even their depth. People are saying, oh, they're not a deep team. They don't even have a starting five right now, I don't think. They, they, they got to they do something. Does it make them better than Denver? I don't think so. Mm, I don't know. It keeps Beal out of Miami. So that's good for us. Interesting. Interesting stuff. Interesting. May you live in interesting times. But may Oh, I also floated on CBS my theory that the world did end during Y2K. And everything since has been a simulation. I did say that on national radio. Live show Monday night. I will talk to you then. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.